Hello, everybody, and welcome to Viewing Gods Explosion Network's American Gods After Show, Undone by. And joining me, the true Australian god, Nicholas Pryor. Welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I enjoy that intro more and more <laughs> each week, I think. <laughs> uh, okay, so of course, we will be diving into this week's episode and talking all about it, episode two of season two. But first, we do have hashtag breaking. It's not really breaking. It kind of it kind of came out a day after we recorded last episode, I think, or roughly there. So, but over at Variety, American Gods names Charles Chick Eagle showrunner gets season three renewals. So, we are, in fact, getting a third season of American Gods. It is a really weird announcement. I did not mm. expect it. And I thought it was honestly kind of crazy that considering everything that was happening and we were talking so much about, like, is this the last season? Are we fucked? Is this Sharp Shit Creek? And then they renew it after the first episode. I don't know if that's kind of a sign of... I know it doesn't happen that fast, but I, I don't know if, like, they had high enough numbers between viewers on the uh, Fremantle Network stars or yeah. uh, stars combined with Amazon... Uh, viewers and stuff that they like push the the final button to get this to to go over the line i, I guess I, I don't really know it's i can also imagine a situation where the person in charge of this is like if this doesn't succeed i'm gone and he's doubling down and going yep we're making a third season okay we're gonna come good i yeah I, I don't know who's shoveling money into it has there ever been a case of they've announced another season but then canned it later not that i can think of no, usually shows well, are, yeah. Usually shows are either not announced or cancelled, and especially when it comes to a show like this, which obviously is a lot different to a show that say could get announced, could get announced, they could film 12, 13 episodes of twenty four yeah. episode season and then cancel it halfway. Whereas because of the way this show's done, is your higher network stuff, which is got they go off, they film it all. And then they spend nine months in post production, kind of like a movie, and yeah, like at that stage, it's. It's it's much like a movie that you film and then you're like, God, this is terrible. But then they still end <laughs> up shoveling it out eventually anyway because yeah. they're like, well, we've done it now. So yeah. you can't really cancel it at this stage. Uh, so the article says, the Fremont produced Star's television series based Neil Gaiman's novel has officially been picked up for a third season and has tapped Charles Chick Eggley to lead the season as showrunner and executive producer. The news comes less than a week after the show has launched its second season. Eggley's credits include Hemlock Grove, which I watched like, I think I watched both seasons. I can't even remember. The Walking Dead, among The Walking Dead's fucking 20 executive producers at this stage, I swear. Uh, Dexter and The Shield. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He'll now be the third showrunner at the helm of the series. Brian Fuller and Michael Green served as co-showrunners during the first season, but the departed over clashes with Fremantle over the show's budget and creative direction. Jesse Alexander shepherded gods through its second season, but he was reportedly sidelined during production without being officially let go. So what do you reckon... Here's uh, this guy's credits. Uh, to me, it's like a whatever. It doesn't say anything really t too much about how he completed the show. I enjoyed Dexter and the Shield, but yeah, I don't know. There's nothing like real standout in this kind of genre area or surrealness. Like not having seen Hemlock Grove, but that doesn't seem to be in the kind of same ballpark either. Hemlock Grove was very dark, uh, at least. Yeah, I I'll give it that. It was it, it, not the same style, of course, that American Gods was set up with 
particularly mm. in the first season. But then I'm like, by the time we each the, reach the end of this second season, we kind of have, we're going to be more used to the style, this show, this, yeah. this being done now than the first season. And then someone else can kind of come in and probably be able to follow suit of the second season a lot easier than what they had to deal with for the, with the yeah. coming after the first season, I guess. I think by the time this is all said and done, we're going to have a hard time assessing the whole thing as a whole. Yeah, it's going to be so different to each other's season. Well, it's like, I don't know how many they plan to do. Obviously, I don't think you can get too many seasons out of this show. Yeah, I don't think you can extend it too much because even jumping ahead, like today, I felt like a lot of today was filler. Oh. So, Well, they're adding stuff, like especially from what I can gather, especially to do with like Shadow's character and stuff. Yeah. Which, and obviously having team-ups of characters that weren't in the book but work in the show and yeah. to an extent that makes sense because obviously with a tv show you want a little bit more mm. longevity to it I, I guess but there's only so much stretching of material before it kind of you stretch yeah. something too far it breaks or just becomes stale from hanging out in the wind too long and you don't want the show to become stale no. i feel considering it's one thing it has going for it is it's if anything lively at most times so yeah. the moment you're watching an episode and you're like oh just get to the fucking point that <laughs> that that'll be kind of towards the end of it i guess but yeah i could take you know like i we was wondering season two will it set up head towards the end kind of thing will it yeah. do one of those endings where they're not sure if they'll get third season and kind of like try and wrap it up but leave yeah. it of course to a third one but i guess we're just going to get another cliffhanger now and at least go into season three maybe season three will be last i would actually really hope that they do season three as the last yeah. uh just because they haven't said that yet doesn't mean they can't decide to make the third one the last i guess mm. especially if they get more episodes yeah they always talk like they wanted to do like 13 originally and whatever and they've been doing just eight episodes yeah eight, so yeah. it's like instead of doing four seasons extend three the last season to a few more episodes and maybe just yeah, wrap it all up yeah wrap it all up especially since it won't come out until 2021 yeah. or some shit like that most likely so <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a very weird schedule it's kind of like going to westworld type of deal yeah it makes sense to an extent like yeah. I, don't, I don't want them feeling rushed to do it yeah it's the it's it's treating your show the same sort of quality that you would give a movie like taking yeah. time stepping away spending the time on the scripts and stuff whatever yeah. you need to do production wise instead of your normal 24 episode tv series that rush yeah. rush 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 and then like half the episodes are absolute crap and mm -hmm. half of them are all right and yeah yeah so either way back god season three coming exciting get to watch it in two years hopefully maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens behind the scenes of course <laughs> all right so jumping into this week's episode it was called the beguiling man it was directed by frederick eo toy written by tyler danushi and andrews fisher centineo i yep sure uh synopsis for the episode was promising vengeance for the death of a beloved old god mr wednesday begins preparation for a great battle laura and mad sweeney chase shadows dim diminishing light after he disappears uh, so the first thing i was going to point out in case anyone was like what does the title mean the beguiling dictionary says beguiling is often used to describe a person like a beautiful girl but can also be used when referring to a place an inanimate object like an italian sports car Stakar. Be, but be careful. Sometimes beguiling things are meant to trickle you, trick you, blah, 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 blah. So I was like wondering what the title, because I suppose 
if you were looking at what the episode focused on, because episodes like he- heavily focused on Shadow, of course, and yeah. what has to do with him, you could be like, oh, the Beguiling Man. No, in my mind, it's like someone tricky. It's Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that was my interpretation. There was Wednesday. Yeah. Has to be also, Wednesday. from Google Dictionary, it says charming or enchanting, often in a deceptive way. So, yeah. Exactly. So, Wednesday. Yeah. Although this episode doesn't actually have much to do with no. Wednesday. Unless you want to argue it is Shadow and it's saying something about him and Laura. I, I, Possibly, yeah. But from the outset, it's like that description only leads to one character, which is going to be Wednesday. That we know about so far, yeah. yeah He's the only one that fits the description. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the episode kind of sets everyone off into groups for the yeah. first time. It's it, Once again, this is a weird episode to watch because I definitely feel like this episode, if any, especially more so than the first episode of the season, was very much like this is so different to what I'd expect from this show and what yeah. this show to do. This just felt like as weird as it is to say a normal TV show. Yeah, it, I got the impression or the feeling that it's not at the level of what I expect from it. It's very like a middle of the road type TV show episode. Yeah, I I was like, I'm enjoying it, but it definitely does not feel like the first yeah. season. It just feels it, like it a normal. Sets everyone up. Go, oh yeah, we're all in our way. We're all in our mission. That's mm. all. Yeah, it's it, it splits all the characters up, and then we're, yeah. we're jumping around, seeing what they're all happening, what they're yeah. doing throughout the episode. Not yeah. much ambiguity. Not much law building or world building or anything like that. It's just. It just happens. So he wasn't the biggest fan then? If I no, if I had to rate it from what I remember, season one, I think this is the worst episode yet. The worst for episode me, yet for me personally. But I have seen a lot of um, mixed reactions. What I've read on the Reddit and whatnot, that people either love it or hate it. So I think I struggle with it because I enjoyed it. Yeah, in saying that, I did enjoy it. It's just. I guess disappointing in a way as well. Yeah, I it is that thing of constantly comparing it to mm. what I liked about the show, and I, I'm watching it, and my brain's going, "You are enjoying this. You are attached. You are paying attention. You are mm. like, what's going to happen next? Invested, happen yeah. Next? I'm invested in the character stories and everything that's happening, but I'm having like this battle in my head of, but this isn't what I signed up for, but I'm still mm. enjoying it. So it's yeah. like, should. And then I'm kind of telling myself, just shut up. Just fucking, if you're enjoying it, just <laughs> shut up and enjoy the fucking show, I guess. Take your critic hat off. Yeah, I might have to a little bit. But I, I'm hoping by the time we reach the end of the season, considering I expect this to be obviously the tone and style to continue of this quote-unquote normal television type stuff. Yeah. By the time we get to the end of the season, maybe another episode or two, I'll be more accustomed and be like, this is American Gods now and... It's shot yeah. more standard. It's stories being told more standard, but I'm yeah. still enjoying the characters and the overall story and the world and things. And I'll kind of be able to move past um, missing a lot more of the ambiguity, as you're saying, to do yeah. a lot of things and uh, focus on visual storytelling telling over just mm. here is what's actually happening. Yeah, there, I've noticed no, too, though, that they're very on the nose with a lot of things as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, I think they're just playing not to a dumber audience. They're just playing to yeah. a normal, more normal audience, a more I general. Yeah. yeah, not 
so niche audience. So yeah, that the, the episode's basically groups split off. So we get Shadow gets split off, but not by his own choice, I guess, <laughs> into his into his own thing. Uh, Wednesday's off somewhere. Laura's off somewhere. Fucking um, uh, the gin jumps off on a bike, and they go off somewhere. Yeah. Uh, what's his face goes off somewhere with to get his hammer or whatever, and yell and scream and bury um. Uh, what's her face as well so everyone kind of after the end of every uh, after the end of last episode fucked off into a million and one different directions but the we focus on three main groups of people uh in their stories in this episode so we'll kind of go over those one by one and we'll start with shadow's story because i i think it's easy to say it was the the focus of this episode which oh yeah is a a shadow backstory episode yeah a hundred percent a shadow backstory episode and I feel like that's why a lot of people are either going to love it or hate it because it's mm. it's like, do you buy into Shadow's backstory and stuff? Given he hasn't really been an interesting character, and was talking about it last yeah. week, where it's it's this thing of well, he's not meant to be an interesting character; he's just meant to be this void for the yeah. the reader to experience the story with him with within the novel. But in the TV show, they're actually trying to give him some sort of story and stuff. And exactly, yeah. having not read the book, I fully expect obviously a lot of this has changed. Yeah, from the book, hundred percent. How how much would you say it's changed? It you get a little bit of the backstory in the book, but it's nowhere near as this expansive. So you get the his mother died and he got left alone, but you didn't. And he they, he come from Europe, but you didn't get this in depth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was more a general kind of thing. Yeah. So we'll start with the fact that Shadow's being interrogated, I guess, by. Uh, as we uh, as we learn later, he's on a moving train and going around yep. the same circuit over and over, or something like that. I don't get it. Uh, and Mister Town is played by Dean Winters. That was one Correct. of the they, the guest stars they announced ahead of the the release. What what, what do you think of Mister Town? Because I thought it was just fine. There was, yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he's a, definitely from what I remember a more interesting character in the book. Like they, they he was a I guess a government agent that did really believe in gods and stuff like that. So. Yes, yeah, he changed his character up a little bit, but I don't know. It's just very stereotypical, I guess, for someone in that kind of role. Yeah, he didn't seem to have much character to me at all. It was no. just very stereotypical. He's just like, yeah, tough interrogator guy, guy, interrogator yeah. guy, exactly. Yeah, which didn't make it particularly exciting, and he didn't really have much to do. He was there no. to ask the questions and look at shadow as he's strapped yeah. up i'll give one thing um i can't remember the actor's name but the guy who plays shadow had to do an entire Ricky episode Riddle. where he yeah. that's it yeah had to do an entire episode where he's just strapped into this <laughs> futuristic looking yeah, torture device so odd yeah i, I, don't, I don't know where I, they got the idea for it from i don't understand what the like the arm things because at first i was wondering if they were actually doing something because they look like it's like sucked yeah. in his arms but i'm like well, they're not doing anything really are they they're just holding no. him there yeah it, I think it's meant to invoke the image of the Vaturia man from Da Vinci, but for yeah. what purpose? I have no idea. Well, so. yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the thing now, and it, the the outline or whatever you want to call it, those touch yeah. it does look uh, like a skull or something. I, I yeah, guess it's, it's very for. odd. Yeah. And the barrel that he's standing on seemed out of place for it too. Yeah. It, it doesn't Which, look like it's part of it at all. It's like everything yeah. is this one machine. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit, we need something for him to stand on. Yeah. What's that over there? Which the eagle-eyed viewer would notice it says Vulcan on it, which is that god from last season, the um, 
Wednesday got him to forge a sword for yep, and yep, yep. end up killing him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does that have relevance or no, maybe? not at all. Not okay, really. so it's just, just a random, he's a, he's a made up character for the show. So, ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Just a, a random thing. Part of it. Yeah. Then. It's funny. Cause that whole episode forged the sword. Then we're still like episodes later in and stuff. It's like, all right, now I need a spear. Yeah. <laughs> You have a sword now. You want your spear? Now, now, now I need my now I need my spear. I'm like, what happened to your uh, sword there? When he's playing Skyrim and has better stats. Yeah, maybe. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, so as as Shadow's being interrogated, he's being asked a bunch of questions by Mister Town. Primarily, it's all just about what he knows, what Wednesday's plan yeah. is, what Wednesday plans to do. Blah 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 blah. Of course, Shadow's like, I don't really know anything. And yeah. to be fair, he doesn't really know anything. No. So uh, he's not lying at all but then it seems that to try and get to him that town's getting into his uh his backstory yeah. and his history and stuff and he's starts teasing him about his life and all these sorts of things to try and get more information out of him and that's when throughout the episode we get three was it yeah i think three uh separate or four three or four separate flashbacks yeah it was four yeah of uh shadows I say childhood, but I'm pretty sure he's a teenager. Like he looks like sixteen or something like that. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It wasn't until I was writing down my notes and then my brain like suddenly actually clicked onto it because I, I wrote it down. I was like Shadow's backstory. And then I was like, wait, this is a coming to America scene. But <laughs> Quite it's just, literally. Yeah, it is literally a coming to America scene, and possibly the only coming to America thing we'll get in season two. The thing I found odd that I only just realized is that they were coming to America on a boat where. Nobody arrives to America on a boat in that era anymore. <laughs> the cool kids do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so you don't really see anything before that either. And they don't really talk nah. talk much about it, I guess. And obviously Shadow wants to know more about his father and stuff. He's asking questions. And yeah. They never really talk about it. But it's like, hey, at some stage, for some reason, I, I guess because everyone wanted to get to America... The, the dream hashtag the dream uh yep. they hop on a boat shadow and his mum they come over to it was uh new york city new york yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah come over to new york city start settling in there a little bit and then we have this scene of shadow uh where he's decides to go out his mum's going out to see a boyfriend or something and he goes exploring and he's in the park and he's listening to music and then some kids basically beat the shit out of him solely because he like looks and sounds enough. different yeah, yeah. It's like, you're European. Yeah. You don't sound right. And they, they kick the shit out of him. And then it's kind of funny though, because they're picking on him because they're not, he's not uh, African American. Yeah. It's like, they're kicking, he's, not they're, American, he, yeah. he's not, he's, they're kicking the shit out of him for that reason. But then they have the whole scene where the, as he's running away later, the cops push him up against the wall yeah. and they don't give a shit. They're still treating him like yeah. he's, they're like, you're, it's it's the white cops arresting yeah. the the black kids because of course they must be trouble. So it's funny because they the kids all pick on him for being different, but then the cops are like, "No, nah, you're the same as yeah. them." So we're all gonna fucking chuck you in the back of this this van, the, the same as anyone else. So I thought that was an interesting scene mm. and, and stuff that we get to play out. Um, we then get to see uh, he has like talks with his mom, and she's like, you know, tr try and be better. Blah, 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 blah. He starts developing more of a tougher persona from this point on, I, I guess you could say. Given yeah. one of the, some of the interesting tidbits is the fact that he's 
we gather that he's actually well read as a kid and he spends a lot yeah. of time reading and his mum encourages him to read and uh, encourages him to listen to a lot of music and these sorts of things. It's really the complete opposite of what you'd expect from Shadow given what we know about him as yeah. a criminal, tough guy, yeah. quiet, gr- brooding guy in the back corner yeah. type thing. It's well cultured, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like this complete opposite thing where it's how do you get from point A to, to, to point B, you start wondering, I guess. But then we get this whole thing where we learn that his mum all of a sudden uh, gets terminally ill. Presumably, I took it as cancer, of course. It was cancer because they were at an oncology clinic from the okay, signage. I, yeah. I missed that thing. Uh, so, yeah, she gets uh, cancer. Then we get a scene that we really do get to see him kind of grow angrier yeah. and stuff and want to take out his his anger in a certain place where his mum's inside and talking to someone on the phone or something. And then he hears these kids being picked on down the street, like a kid being yeah. picked on down the street or whatever. And he basically just goes down there. At first it's like, oh, maybe he's just going for a look to see what's going on type thing. But then as soon as he sees them all, he just jumps yeah. in and starts fighting them all. and yeah. starts swinging for the fences. Yeah, and it's they do play it very well, the way it's shot and stuff. Uh makes it out like as it's kicking in he's just he won't go down kind of thing mm. he just starts this particular fight scene i think was pretty well pretty well done yeah i i quite enjoy it in fact overall i thought probably some of my favorite stuff of this episode was actually mm. the flashback stuff i enjoyed both uh so young shadow was played by uh, gabriel daruku De- and a uh, shadow's mom was played a, a lonky adelaide I, I'm really bad at names, but I thought they were both fantastic, and I yeah. really enjoyed everything about all the flashback scenes, which I found interesting. Given I think Shadow is a boring character, <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but at the same time, I thought it was a little bit too generic. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, it serves its purpose fine, but I, I do you just know. mean it, like our kid loses mum? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it. Yeah, it's. I don't know if it was a case of me expecting more than what they gave me. It's just I feel like I've seen that kind of backstory too many times before. Yeah, that's, that's which fair. I mean they they obviously they do it because it works, but I don't know. Maybe it's just making it stale for that kind of thing. Well, I I think it kind of works in the context of the show as well, considering it's like we see all these coming to America things with the gods and stuff, and they yeah. all kind of come to America and get the shit kicked about out of them in one way or another. Yeah, and Shadow's backstory is no different, really. Mm. I suppose. Yeah, I look guess. At it. Why, yeah, there's there's a lot of parallels where you can look at it. Comes to America, has to learn to live within America, has to start living by American rules. Yeah. like how to live within the context and we know how he ends up as a, a criminal and a hard and tough guy and mm. these sorts of things so also her mother his mother didn't want him there either because you heard him on the phone before he went and kicked the shit out of those kids saying i don't know who she was talking to but saying like i don't want him to live here or anything like that which is mm. odd in a way like why would he be left there with no family whatsoever anyway it's <laughs> I, I guess yeah shadow's Family and lineage is kind of one of the yeah. interesting parts of the show, I, I guess. Even when you, if you take out his father and stuff, it's it's yeah. like, does the mum have family? Is that who she was talking to? Does yeah, like, did she even have friends somewhere yeah. that could help him out? I, I yeah, there's a lot. Obviously, of there must there. be someone who she was talking to. So she was just talking to herself. She was. <laughs> she was pretending to be on the phone talking yeah, to herself. Maybe. Um, uh, Oh, go on, I forget what I was going to say. 
I was going to say the, so the, the last scene and we, we get up, so he beats the shit out of all these kids. His mum kind of tells him off for that, of course. And then we see it play out as the next one is he go, he's in the, the clinic, as you said before. We, uh, no, this is before this, that. The so clinic I, I was before out, that. Yeah, before yeah. I took it out of context. The, yeah. He was in the clinic before. And one of the important things there is that when he's sitting there waiting, he sees someone sitting behind him, playing with a coin, doing the knuckle trick thing or whatever you call it and he gets given the coin by this quote-unquote mysterious yeah person although a beguiling man yeah a beguiling man and maybe that's why it's called the title for that one scene possibly yeah yeah i I mean i i feel like it's just like my question for this is is it actually mcshane when they changed his voice or i have no idea because it sounds like him, but then it doesn't sound like him, obviously. Yeah, it, yeah, I don't know. I think they're too on the nose with this, but also, like, try to hide it in a very bad way as well. Yeah, because I was like, having not read the books and everything, Yeah, I'm like, okay, Ian McShane, <laughs> with your voice modulation or whatever the hell's yeah. going on here, but I can still tell it's you, motherfucker. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Ian McShane putting on an accent. <laughs> So yeah, it was a weird scene because it's like I can tell you're hiding it, but you're not very doing a very good job at hiding it at all. So uh, yeah, so he gets the coin, which is kind of relevant a bit later when Town throws it at him and all these sorts of things, I guess. And yeah, well, his whole thing is he does this coin coin trick, knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Then the final scene we kind of get with Shadow and his origin story is we do get to see he's in the church which is interesting, I suppose, for a couple of elements because we don't, from what we gather, of course, Shadow is a non-religious person from everything mm. we, we know from Thomas so, yeah. And that would kind of make sense given Laura also in this episode talks about being an atheist and not believing yeah. in, in anything. Uh, so that would probably get along if they both didn't believe anything. Then he's in the church. He has a, little bit, he has a breakdown, of course. I presume this is probably maybe the day of her service after she's died, a day after sort of yeah, thing. Maybe it's five flashbacks because you get a scene where him behind, beside her and the deathbed as well. Yeah. And they're talking and yeah. she's like, be nice, be polite. Yeah. These sorts of things. So maybe she died shortly following that scene yeah. or something. And then this is later that day. This is the yeah. next day, something, but it seems obviously close. He has a, uh, kind of breaks down the church crying but at the same time his hands kind of represent i guess that he was praying somewhat at the same time yeah. is how i took it because he wasn't he obviously went in there for a reason and he of sat course, down yeah. And, yeah. and everything so i took it as he was doing some sort of uh praying but then he, he kind of stands up and is puts on i guess a face of i need to hard yeah. the fuck up and get on with this i guess and heads out which I saw a lot of people discussing that I want to get your interpretation is that while he was being tortured, these were repressed memories that are being brought back up. No, I don't believe that. I just, I just took no, it as I don't think like, so either, but it's just a theory that I saw people discussing. I took it as he was just remembering them, but they, yeah. as far, I wouldn't take them as repressed. They were certainly memories he wouldn't want to and maybe hasn't thought about for quite yeah. some time, but that doesn't mean that repressed compared yeah. to 
if you ever like he could suddenly have something come back to his brain and then you'd like do the whole thing where you just push it away and try not to think yeah. about it and bury it kind of thing but which you could say is like repressed to an extent but mm. no it's, it's, yeah it's a little bit different to me is what i'd say um yeah so that's that's shadows stuff i guess yeah. shadows coming to america backstory i enjoyed it it's oh yeah it was so good I get what you're saying about it kind of being cliche-ish for how a, yeah. a, a kid goes into a criminal and blah, 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 yeah. blah, I guess. But it's still interesting to me because we don't actually know how, even at the end of this, you kind of get the thing of, okay, he's a little bit more pissed off and, yeah. and, and whatever. But then still up until that moment, he's like, be polite. Um, his mom's saying, be polite, be nice, blah, 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 blah. We learn all these things about him reading more and music and he's yeah. a p- polite kid, a nice kid. And, I think it also highlights because town guys are in my, you're always just going with the flow, which is kind of him, like just, I guess, getting into the mold. Yeah. As opposed to like changing from the person he was to the person that he is as well. Being being his own person more just. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's jump on to the, what we get with Wednesday uh, and Nancy now. So, don't really get too much with them in the episode, but they do end the episode in a bit of a what the fuck moment, obviously. So yeah. that was interesting. Uh, I was kind of disappointed with a lot of what we got from this episode because I think you got Ian McShane, Orlando Jones, two characters that are in this episode that whenever yeah. they're on screen just bring such a presence to it mm, that you very just yeah you just want to see those characters interact more you just yeah. want to see them talk about anything i don't i don't yeah. care just have write them a well written good scene but the one fucking scene this is the worst part of the episode i hate it so much <laughs> i was too. like really really i'm like the one little scene we're gonna get of them interacting in that car is a fucking fried chicken joke yeah really that's the level we're at now for this and no, it, it was... seems so out of place with him being oh, associate a fucking consultant or something like that that he went along with it as well yeah because when all, all a lot of his stuff is so racially motivated and charged like colonists and he's coming to america and all that kind of stuff and they stoop to a fried chicken joke yeah it's, it's the green book yeah it is <laughs> it's literally the green book <laughs> it is i was is like happy fried chicken i like the color bar like Doing this joke kind of just sh- sh- showed me the the writing got the the, yeah. the bar went down quite a lot from last season because yeah. that is such a low bar joke to do, especially yeah. in fucking two thousand nineteen. And I'm like, really? That's what, what we're gonna do? And it, I think it did just piss me off more because that is the only fucking interaction we see with these characters, basically, apart from like a little yeah. thing later. That's the one scene. They cut to them for a scene in the car as they're driving between uh, the old other characters. And this is what we get. We get yeah, the fucking... This, this is what highlights <laughs> the the downgrading quality. Yeah. If you, you could have had them have 30 seconds of dialogue about anything and it still you could have still wanted to write a funny scene like yeah. not serious, just have them joking around or whatever. But really, this is the only thing you could think of. I was like, oh. And part of it, it was just Nancy on himself. Like, fucking... Um... He was, he was asleep. asleep. Yeah. yeah. Wednesday's asleep. And then he, he wakes it's up and he's like, dialogue. where'd the yeah. chicken go? And he's like, yeah. oh, I ate it all. Oh, okay. And he's muttering to himself, this motherfucker yeah. fucking went in there and thought to get your yeah. food fucking 
fried chicken. I was like, okay, that's that's. <laughs> anyway, that's the worst moment of the episode. I'll try not to think about it too much else. Uh, the other thing we get with these two is that, uh, of course, the end of the episode. So they're yeah. on their way. I, I I missed exactly where they were even going or what they set out to do. Yeah. When they never explained it, did they? No, they. I don't believe they did. Yeah, because they leave know, the restaurant. It's like uh, I know at the beginning they like when he sent Laura and Sweeney off. She goes, he goes, oh, she doesn't need your help or something. Hmm. Have some faith in him or something like that. And that was about it. Yeah, yeah that's all I that's all I called as well, where she's like, I'm gonna save him. He's like, nah, he'll be fine. Yeah. And then it, it, even uh, Matt Sweeney was like, Aren't you worried about your guy or whatever? And yeah. he's like, No, nah, no, nah, he's fine. Yeah. Seems not nonchalant, not worried about it at all. And they, they can't just head off. And for the entire episode, it's like, where are they even going? Yeah. And then where they end up stopping is on top of train tracks, and now um Orlando is asleep. Nancy's asleep in the car, in the back of the car at this stage. Wednesday's parked the car over the the train tracks and he's talking to it. And I should have gone back and wrote down the lines, but it's basically saying like you were created from like machines of the new gods and all these sorts of things. You've served your purpose well, blada, 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 but I'll see you in Valhalla. Yeah. So... This is like the modern incantation of his steed called Slepnir from mythology. And it's him sacrificing it for, I don't know, whatever purpose it ends up being. So sacrifice is a big, a big point for Odin in mythology. Like he's sacrificed himself, himself and his eye numerous times. And it's just going to show that he will sacrifice anyone and anything just further his goals which currently we don't know what his goals are mm-hmm. so it could end up being anything but that's what i um got out of it yeah it's- I, I, I can see he doesn't really explain that to the viewer that's not tuned into that kind of thing either so i mean i i think it's easy to gather in somewhat that he's sacrificing his car yeah but for what means and why yeah and what's he getting out of it and all that sort of stuff is Kind of yeah, because if you've seen the fireball, like a horse, a horse comes out there. Yeah. yeah, so that's how the episode ends with the train, yeah, in the car. Then they show in his eye, you see a, a horse run out of it. Yeah, to which I was like, did a horse come actually out of that, or is that just a stylistic, <laughs> yeah, uh, choice at the end of it, or did he literally turn his car into a, a fucking <laughs> steed? Because like I know he's the old gods, but maybe yeah. turn your car into a tank if you go in the war, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> the horse may be not the best idea at this stage. I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I thought. I thought it was kind of funny. It was funny and interesting seeing the yeah. only other part here where we got like when Nancy's asleep in the back car and then he finally wakes up. He's like, "No he's one's a- getting fucking sacrificed. Set the veil, Hala. Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking gets out and walks. Off. Gets out and he just starts walking. I'll see off. you in Cairo. Yeah. That. So that was uh kind of funny, I guess. But yeah. So he's. I presume. Because the train hits it, of course, and we'll get to um, Laura being inside the train and, and stuff in a second. But the train is hitting it. I'm going to presume, especially given the, the season three, uh, episode three teaser, that it causes the train to derail in derail some fashion it. as well. But then I'm like, did he sacrifice the car to stop the train? Because that wasn't necessary. Mm. Well, the only thing I can think of is that he had assumed that maybe Laura and Swinney wouldn't have gotten there because... 
they wouldn't have got there if they didn't do that backstage. Whatever that is, which we'll get to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think that he had planned on rescuing him all along, but to show that Laura wasn't needed, but they ended up getting there anyway. Well, then why wouldn't he say, I've got this, don't worry. Instead, he's like, have faith in your man. You know, he's like it. telling people anything. That's, yeah, I mean, that's also true. Uh, but yeah, so that's all we really get from them. Fuck all from those two characters, really, yeah. this, this episode. Much more next episode, uh, I would gather. Uh, the second most prominent characters, though, apart from Shadow, I, is obviously Laura and uh, Mad Sweeney and what they're up yeah. to this episode, though, which their job is to track down uh, track down Shadow, find out where he is, of course, get back to him because Laura is obsessed with him. And yeah. I found it... I don't know if it was down on purpose or I'm reading too much into it, but I did find it was like this kind of opposite storytelling stuff where Laura is obsessed with trying to get to him because she thinks she needs to save Shadow. Yeah. And Shadow needs saving. And if she doesn't come, he's up shit creek. Where yeah. Shadow's backstory is kind of teaching you that Shadow doesn't need, need saving. Yeah. I guess it's kind of... It also her primary motivation is... Because I guess in a way she brought him back to life and she thinks she owes him or because of she did him dirty in real life. So Yeah, I, I yeah, I think they kinda of do go over that particularly yeah. in this episode where Mad Sweeney kinda of hints at that with yeah. that being her drive because she's being like, You feel bad, you're just trying to yeah. reconcile and and, and make Because up if you things. remember last season he pretty much says he's done with her. Yeah. So yeah. Well, he has no choice, really. It's, oh, well, no, not really. <laughs> but in a way, he is, I guess he's, yeah, they, they're done with her. He found out what she did and he didn't like it. So, yeah. Mm. It's, I will say, because this is the first episode where we get a lot more, but just back to those two just being together, mm. much like we had in the first season. Still, some of the funnest stuff you can watch in the show is these two yeah. interacting with with one another. Uh, they're great together once again as i oh, said yeah. like last episode she is probably one of my standouts for the show as well i think she's kind of underrated in her yeah. in her role because she brings quite a lot to it she is like this full fireball of zero fucks given and yeah and and, and stuff and i i really really enjoy her in, in the show continue to um so head out of course there's that one funny scene where they're in the car and they first have to break into a car to start, which I found interesting because the whole time he's like breaking, I'm like, why did you tell him to break in? The fucking alarm's going to go yeah, off, isn't it? Like I'm, I'm waiting for it to happen, but it, it didn't luckily. Mm. Uh, so then they get in the car and they head off and there's the funny thing in the, the road where it's like, there's a cow, they're talking and then she's like, cow, and then he fucking manages to dodge it. Yeah. But then of course, right as he dodges it, yeah, he runs over. They, they were discussing um, how he's the, the worst crime where he's from. Where he's from, yeah. It's the crime of a, a Cinevec, and then she yeah. says cow, which we yeah. assume he's going to coward or something like that. He's like, you're a, you're a fucking... And she's like, cow, and then he looks over and dodges yeah. the, the one cow in the middle of the road, and then they swerve, and he goes, ha, ha, did it. And then, of course, he runs over the one random fucking nail in the whole road because that yeah. would be his luck these days. Mm. Uh, <laughs> wheel breaks down, then we see a whole funny little scene where they, they fix the tire and stuff, and then they head back off, and they continue chasing which his, is his a, light. To point here, like, she doesn't seem as strong as She's she has been. Strength, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if they explained it in the show, but because she's 
basically a reanimated corpse. She's Mm -hmm. still decomposing. So her body is literally breaking down. That's why she was throwing up and all that kind of stuff. And he was hovering over it to see if she fucking threw up the coin or whatever. (laughs) But yeah, and they discuss her way to get her life back in a way. Uh, Some devil. Devil in New Orleans or something like that. Something along those lines. And she says, okay, we'll go there. Yeah, I'll do anyone. I'll do literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. But unless it's like, what what if it's like, you have a life back, but you got to kill Shadow again or something like that. Then it's like. Okay, how far are we Do you going? mean so, literally everything? Yeah, do, you, do you literally mean anything? So, yeah, that's what I was wondering when, when she said it. Uh, so when they get the car fixed, though, they head back off and they end up coming to a the end of this road trying to find yeah. a way. There's like a field of flowers and stuff there. And then Laura kind of lays down, giving up somewhat. Yeah. And then Sweeney has an interesting change of heart. I don't, I don't really... Mm. No, it goes from him not really giving two fucks about helping her get there because one way or another, he's like, she's going to fall apart someday yeah. soon and I'll get my coin back. I just got to be hanging around when it actually takes yeah. place. So I, to me, it's never seemed like he really cares if they get there or not as long as he yeah, hangs he around there he wants, yeah. and he'll get what he wants eventually. But then he says, okay, no, we can get there. I just need, we'll use my secret transportation technique called the Horde. Yeah, so <laughs> what this basically is, is, you know how we went into Odin's Mind Palace thing? Yeah. It's his, it's like his version, he's, it's where he keeps all these treasures being a leprechaun. It's his version of the backstage show, which it's partially in another dimension, partially in his head. So. It was interesting because. Yeah. They, it, I don't really know what he's keeping in there, but it didn't seem like there was nice things being kept no. in there or something? And there's also two very split second scenes of them both naked and in a sexual position as well. Oh, really? I missed that. Yeah. So w- was it them or was it memories of... Well, I don't know. It's, I guess it's implied that he has feelings for her, I guess. Mm. But, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so that, that was an interesting thing. It's a... Uh, mm. They, they travel that way and then they end up on top of a, a bridge and then they're able to jump from the bridge on top of the train, head through the train and they do it. I have so enjoyed this fight scene actually when mm. they're, they're in, they get inside the, the train and I enjoyed it, but also thought it was too dark as well. Really? I, yeah, I, I found the lighting a bit too dark for me. Oh. I don't know if there's just the way I viewed it cause I streamed it, but I don't know. It I don't just know. I, I didn't have dark. any problems. I thought it looked yeah. uh, fine. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, for me, it was fine. I could see what was happening and it was those yeah. gory things that happened, which were good and people's bones breaking out of their, mm. <laughs> their legs and, uh, nothing fucking, pleasant. No, nothing, nothing pleasant happening here for sure. Uh, Any so then they, grin. <laughs> they head in, beat the crap out of a bunch of people. I was surprised. Um, also got to enjoy at least that Sweeney was enjoying having a fight and I was waiting for his luck to go bad or something like that. But yeah, his luck held up throughout this fight. Although there was that one second where it's like, Oh, and then he, he actually <laughs> saw the dude coming in with the nail yeah, or whatever the screwdriver. Yeah. Um, and he's managed to stop him. So I was like, Oh, his luck held up throughout this fight. At least that's a, uh, that's good. Um, then Laura heads in, of course, finds, Shadow sees him trapped up through the thing, kicks in the door, which slams into Mr. Town and fucking destroys him, I guess. <laughs> Unless well, he survives. I don't know. A lot of people think that he seems to be dead, but I don't think it killed him. Like, it's just a door landed on top of him. It's a pretty hard door, though. I'm, 
Yeah, I don't know. I this you go with a theory that he explicitly see someone died on TV, they're not dead. Which I guess yeah. I think he's a a decent size actor that you wouldn't get him in just for that shitty of a role. Maybe. I don't know. I mean love he, it, he does it. play a bigger role in the books too, so I don't know if we'll see him again. The other interesting thing that I was thinking about was if the new gods are similar to the old gods uh, in the reincarnation stuff, which they kind of talked about a little bit at the start of this episode yeah. with, um, I can't remember if I can Zoraya. Zoraya. And they talk about- believers left. Yeah, but they, they, they still kind of hint that it would be possible for her to mm. return and stuff. And of course, the show has already shown us that there can be different versions of the same God, depending God, on yeah. their beliefs and variations of the beliefs and blah, 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 because we saw about 50 million different variations of uh, Jesus Christ throughout the, yeah. the show, be it the Mexican Jesus to the, mm. the proper, quote, unquote, proper that yeah. most people know Jesus at the Easter show and a, bu- a bunch of other things that were happening there. So they kind of hit that there's a possibility of her, her returning in some fashion, way or another. Yeah. And then I was wondering if the new gods would work the similar way like well i there's an interesting theory that i've read that media did actually kind of like go away and this is their way of reincarnating her like the media that we saw was kind of like old media like it was bowie it was the way technical boy was saying it was bowie it was um hello dolly or whatever it is like it's all old kind of stuff where the ogtv and stuff yeah where the media we um, encountered in this episode was using emojis and using mm. phones and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a way of like, like her re. She's actually updating, reviving, yeah, reviving and updating to current She's times. F- firmware upgrade six point yeah. two thousand nineteen edition or something. Yeah, like she's going to become a meme machine. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. Uh, we'll talk about that in a sec because I do find the, yeah. the media thing interesting. But yeah, you're you're right. I hadn't really thought about it that way. Uh, do you uh, town? I'm gonna say is dead. I, I'm, I'm not gonna dead. say he's dead. I'm gonna say he's dead because there's enough fucking characters floating around as it is, and I'm like, how many? Mr. Well, people? in the book, the people who interrogated Shadow were Mister Stone and Mister Wood, which they've already changed Wood to be that tree in the police station season one. So I don't think they can use him again. So because town does play a part in the book later on in the story, so. Yeah, I don't know. Guess we'll find out. Mm. Um, okay, so now we'll go over some of the the more little uh, storylines that we got, apart from the three main stuff. So we do get to see Billquist being taught. Uh, she's talking to Mister World down in the bunker thing. Like that's yeah. where she was, right? She was in the the bunker thing still. That's what I got the impression of, especially had- with like the Atlas decanter and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, they, they just have a bar corner over in the back yeah. apparently now or something <laughs> like that. Uh, but she's being told to basically pick a world by uh, pick a side by Mister World, and yeah. uh, you got Crisper, Crisper, Crispin Glover being very creepy as always yeah. just with the the whispering. I'm like, he's creepy. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think that's wearing a bit thin on me too. Do you reckon? Yeah. A little bit. I think they're stuck. They can't change it now. That's his. Yeah. No, they can't. Yeah. They, that's, that's what the character is at this point. Uh, but he, he's basically telling her, you know, there's love and war have always been two sides of the coin. You need yeah. to pick a side and come be on my side. And then mm. she says that they may be part of the same coin, but uh, they should never actually meet. So yeah. she's, she's trying to, distance herself, sit in the corner and mm. 
stay Sweden. It was very much of a non-scene. I think they could have done without it, to be honest. I'd agree. I, I think that I, I think they're including it because this season Bill Quist is going to be a much more bigger yeah. uh, character than the first season from what but I But I already gather. got the impression that she was trying to play both sides anyway. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you could gather that from the first yeah. episode that she's just kind of... I suppose of, this is explicitly stating it, so... Yeah, it's like in the first episode you get to see her interact a lot with the, the old gods. This one you get yeah. to see that she's interacting with new gods again, but she's still... She doesn't go there and dob them all in and stuff. She's yeah. still just like, hands up, just leave me alone. Yeah. Okay. I just want to do my stuff and do whatever I need to do. So, but yeah, I, I think it's basically included because her, they consider her one of the main characters at this yeah. stage. And as we we're saying before about how gaming wanted to change some elements to, because he felt yeah. there wasn't enough like female characters uh, in, in the thing. So they've moved Bill Quest up to be one of the, the main yeah. characters of the show, which I like because she's an interesting character and stuff. Mm. And she, variation for everyone else and it kind of works to have the love god as the yeah. neutral ground i guess yeah but if, if any character is going to try and play the, the middle of the fence type thing uh we do get to see a little bit of slim and the gin and kind of get some idea why they have end up spending a lot of this season together and stuff because that's something I was wondering about last episode as well where you were saying like why the fuck are they spending time together how still they're like forcing them together to yeah i i'm still kind of in your camp of i would have preferred them to have just left their story yeah. where it was as this one-off really great episode <laughs> from the first season but they yeah. dragged the character along and i'm still not sold on it although i do think that they hint at some things in this scene that could potentially make interesting topics of discussion and things for them to hit on throughout the rest of the season between the, those two characters. The thing I don't understand is the thing they got to that scene, he goes, do you need any money for the bus? And then he says something and he just hands him a helmet. So why did you turn so quickly? Well, he to- says something about, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he does say, he, he does say something like the, the gin says it's too dangerous where I'm going, where Wednesday wants me to go is too dangerous because he's being sent to get Wednesday's yeah. uh, spear. And then Salim does say something about uh, something about believing in him, blah 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 yeah. blah, blah, and that's why he gives him a helmet because he's like, "This fucking guy won't go away. Just uh, yeah, just take the helmet, get on the fucking bike. Let's, let's this, go." This, of all the things, this seems like the most executive pushing kind of thing because of how good the reaction they got from them, including that in season one. It just seems to me like they've gone right. We've got a good buzz from. A community, let's keep it going in a way. That's the I, impression. Like, whether it is or not, that's just, and they can expand it to make an interesting story. But where it currently sits now, it just, it just seems that way to me. I'll say the the stuff that they're hinting at that could be potentially interesting is because they do have the the scene with Salim where he's praying. Yeah, and it kind of just shows you that even though he's in this this place with a bunch of different gods and a djinn, mm. which isn't actually something he should believe in or no. whatever, because it goes against his religion. Even though he's literally sitting at a coffee table in a restaurant with this thing that he is totally against his religion and what he should believe in and mm. stuff, from what I can gather, he's still over there praying. So it kind of just yeah. shows you how much of a devotee uh, Muslim he is, mm. even though he's standing in the presence of the djinn. And then they yeah. do show the shot of the djinn where he's kind of like looks over and is a bit like, you don't yeah. see his eye roll because he doesn't yeah. have any eyes, but <laughs> they, they, they... He did a fire swirl. He did a fire swirl or whatever anyway. So I guess that's what I took away from the episode is potentially 
they don't do it this episode, and I agree yeah. in part with you that the the two episodes we've got with these characters so far we are nothing scenes really it's all yeah. set up set up set up but from what i took from this episode they're setting up potentially to have an interesting conversation about religion with those two yeah. characters over there and exactly how they go about it especially oh, Selene yeah. with his definitely uh, muslim beliefs it. so i'm down for that i think that could be interesting depending on how they go about it that's already something of course they played with the first time they met so they can yeah. continue with that but they're just not getting there yet. And I'm like, okay, you're setting it up. You're setting it up at least like you don't need to have the full conversation in one episode. You can have the conversation over several yeah. episodes and start doing scenes and, and, and having those characters have conversations about stuff and whatever. So just get there already. I, I think it's the same. It's also a similar variation on Laura's I'm an atheist too. It's just a, like a different variation of the yeah. dynamic, I guess. Like how can you be an atheist still? Surrounded when- by gods. You're surrounded by God. You got revived from the dead by a lucky coin from a leprechaun. And also, what she said kind of made sense to me, to me in a, a little bit because she's saying, like, if no one believes in you, use your all fucking nothing. Yeah. And then use your all assholes. You do nothing. Blah 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 blah. So I don't know if she was saying so much that she doesn't believe because obviously she knows it's real. Yeah. She's just saying that she doesn't believe in their faith story yeah. you know what i mean she doesn't buy into any of their bullshit more so than she doesn't yeah. believe because she's not to say you don't believe that they're real when you're sitting next to them yeah is stupid to say you don't believe in their bullshit that they're trying to mm. sell you is oh. a little bit different i suppose yeah so that's I think when she's, understandable yeah yeah i think when she's saying she's an atheist still it's saying that even though she's seeing them she still ain't, ain't buying into no bullshit. You know, it's yeah. kind of thing of having God come down in front of you and be like, here I am. Do you believe me now? And then kind of still being like, well, no, cause there's still a lot of fucked up shit happening in the world. Yeah. You're an asshole. I'd still, I'm not buying into your bullshit. That's kind of yeah. what I took it at from uh, mm. her front, I guess. Uh, then the last thing we had was what you were saying before. So technical boy goes down to uh, New York's uh, New York times square. It's times, square yeah, yeah. times square. You got all the, big stuff happening there banners and stuff and he's trying to track down, track down media and he starts talking to her and all these devices are talking a little bit back showing things flickering etc etc et we don't see her this episode though because of course it ends with him she acts like she's about to run off but then technical boy does something that kind of hones in on her yeah location or something and her it's IP basically address. him being like hey you are media yeah. But I'm the fucking technical Yeah, god you exist or, inside me kind of thing. Yeah, it's like I am your without I'm not your boss, but without me you're fucked. And I'm yeah. probably fucked without you as well to a to a yeah. degree. So and I can't go back without you because world will be uh rightly yeah. pissed. A little bit so angry, yeah. I need you to come back and what he's talking to this little glowing star type yeah. thing, which when you're saying before about her like fully rebooting herself and whatever yeah. else kind of makes sense because it's like she's got no form at this stage she's kind of just yeah. gone back into herself and just become nothing but data and she's not yeah. holding any sort of form or anything and she's learning all about the the world again and these sorts of things she's in Times square one of the busiest places and yeah. she's just yeah relearning and going over what's yeah. what's happening and, and updating and stuff so we'll see her next episode i would assume i think she was yeah. in the, the teaser for episode three actually i can't even remember now i but haven't seen it so yeah i think she's in it for like a second yeah the actress i think that plays her but um so she's coming in that's exciting i'm a little bit like kind of expected to see her this episode actually because of course it's only an eight episode show yeah. and i'm like well two episodes in we still haven't got 
media mm. back, but I suppose a lot of this episode, of of course, was devoted to sh- Shadow's uh, backstory, and it's like we need more yeah. time to give you the the updated new media. Uh, but yeah, w- wrapping up, uh, any uh, other little tidbits or things that I I've missed that you'd like to to point out? Or? Just a lot of what happened in this episode is completely new to the story. Like it didn't happen in the sh- book. So other than interrogation, which was a variation of anyway, a lot of it's completely brand new. Are you excited? A lo- like, even though you might not be liking some of yeah. it, does it, is it exciting? I'm excited to see where they take it. Makes it feel a little bit. Up sort of things. Yeah. 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 A little bit different. Fresh and different. Yeah. A new yeah. experience. Yeah. Uh, so next week's episode is titled, Moonin, Munin, Moonin, Moonin. Yeah, it's the name of one of Odin's ravens, and which you see for a hot uh, yeah, two, two seconds, seconds at yeah. the start of this episode. At some point along those lines, and yeah, in the in the episode teaser thing, we see uh, you see him talking about uh, talking to a guy with like heaps of eyes on his face or something, and that's where they're going to go. I don't know exactly what that is talking about uh he's interacting with laura interacting with shadow of course and so they they're all getting back together next episode is yeah. kind of what i took it as whether they then split up into sort of different groups again after that i i don't know i assume yeah. they kind of split off into two groups of some sort again because they're not all going to be together that would doesn't really seem how the show is going to work but we yeah. see that sort of stuff happening we see a glimpse of media and stuff so all oh, this this episode kind of split them all up and then Got to get that spear. I presume they'll, they'll flash back to the gin and stuff ne- uh, yeah. next week as well and hope see what they're up to and whatever else. So uh, that's next week's episode, though. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Viewing Gods. Uh, we are your Viewing Gods, Dylan and Nick. That's, that's us. You can follow me on Twitter at VivaLadil, V-I-V-A-L-A-D-I-L. You can join our Discord to talk to Nick, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. Uh, you can head on over to explosionnetwork.com to watch this show, or you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other great podcasting services. And of course, you can find it on YouTube, where you can ring the bell like ring it, ding, 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 ding. and subscribe for much more um and you can also find on our podcasting services what do you want to watch is our general movies tv talking podcasting and that's over at explosionnetwork.com as well of course until next week where hopefully uh you swipe right on bill Quiz. how do we close <laughs> the show I've, I've, yeah that sounds right swipe right bill Quiz. that'll do that'll do all right bye bye later